Romans chapter 1, verses 14 through 17, be reading from the New King James this morning about the power of God. How many want to have the power of God? We need the power of God. And as Christians, we talk about the power of God. And as Pentecostals, we're really caught up in the power of God and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And and we need that. But there is even greater power that God promises us in His Word as I indicate if you would just repeat these words after me as we read the word of God together Romans chapter 1 verses 14 through 17 I am a debtor can you say that both to Greeks and to barbarians both to wise and to unwise so as much as in me I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also For I am not ashamed. Somebody say that with me. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God. Say the power of God. To salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written. The just shall live by faith. I am a debtor. Now, Teresa and I are striving to not be debtors, to not owe anyone. We're not there yet, but we're striving to do that. And that kind of release from debt would be a wonderful blessing. But today we are talking about a debt that we owe both to God and to others. You see, we have been set free from our sins. We've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, as we say. We've been set free. The chains have been broken, and we have been set free. And because of that liberty that we have in Christ, we are indebted to God to preach the gospel to other people and to give them a release If I had uh, some chains up here and I had somebody tied down and I gave you the key, uh, you could walk away with the key and they would be bound forever. But if you took that key and you stuck it in that lock and you opened that up, then they would be set free forever and you have released someone. I want you to understand that we are indebted to God to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now that word... Debtor means that we have an obligation. I looked it up. It means that we have a duty. One version said that we have a tremendous debt to preach the gospel of Christ. I don't know about you, but I know that I was a sinner. I know that I could not set myself free. No matter how hard I worked, no matter what I did, I was a sinner and I could not work. I'm thankful for the grace of God in my life who corrected me and changed me and set me free and set me on the stone that the builder rejected. He set me upon a firm foundation and I have been set free and I am debt free from my sins this morning. And I want to set everybody free that I can. 
we have a duty and an obligation to preach the gospel of Christ. Now, lest you think it's just for pastors and ministers and people who are called with a pulpit anointing, what I want us to understand is that the Bible tells us that that is not truth. 2 Peter 2.9 tells us that we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people set apart for the kingdom of God. Revelation 1.6 tells us that we are kings and priests unto God. So therefore, it is not just the job of the pastor, although it is, and it's not just the job of the youth pastor or the children's pastor or those in ministry, but it is the job of all of us to preach the gospel of Jesus. Jesus Christ and to let people know that they are bound and that they are in shackles of sin but they can be set free we are indebted because of what Christ has done for us we're indebted I, I don't like to owe anybody Therefore, I will preach the gospel, for God has laid the burden upon me to preach the gospel. I didn't want to preach the gospel. I didn't want to get behind the pulpit. I didn't want to do what God's called me to do, but yet there is an obligation and a duty to preach because people need to be set free. People need to be delivered. People need to be unensnared by the kingdom of Satan. He has them bound. So if we are in debt, who are we indebted to? The Bible tells us that we are indebted to the Greek and to the Jew. So who are the Greek? The Greek are everyone that is not a Jew. So I'm indebted to everyone that's not a Jew and to the Jew. Which means there's no room for me to say that I'm not indebted to somebody. But when you begin to look at this and, and you look at the depth of the word indebted, who are we indebted to? It tells us that we are indebted to every nationality, every age group, every culture, every tribe, every tongue, every nation, every elite and every outcast, every cultured and uncultured person, every civilized and uncivilized person, every educated and uneducated person, every skilled and every unskilled person. Why? Because I have been set free, therefore I must preach the gospel of Jesus Christ there is no one that we are not indebted to not your most unfavorite person at work not the one that cut you off in the line not the one that stole your spot not the one who can get on your nerves easier than anybody else we are indebted to everyone, my friends. We have a debt to pay, and that debt can only be paid by the preaching of the gospel. And I want you to know that you preach the gospel every day. Your life, 
And it sounds very cliche and it's been said many times. But many people, the only gospel that they will ever see or read is because of the life that you live. And you can be a good testimony or you can be a bad testimony. When you come into work and you slam and you bang things around and you act mad and you act uh, mad at the whole world, that's not a good testimony. You're preaching, but you ain't preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ who has set us free. We ought to have a smile on our face. Yes, even in the bad times. We ought to have joy in the midst of the sorrow. We ought to have joy. Oh, yes, morning may last for a night, but joy, it comes in the morning you see there's a gospel that we preach when we live for Jesus every day we are preaching the gospel of Christ it's a big debt maybe for you it wasn't but it's a big debt of sin that I had that God forgave me of and the question that I have for us today is are we delinquent in paying the debt I haven't missed too many bills, but I missed enough to know this got red writing on it, right? <laughs> when you are indebted, are we delinquent in paying what God has called us to do, to preach his gospel? And I don't want to be found wanting. I don't want to be found coming up short, but I want to preach what God has laid upon my heart, and I want you to preach what God's laid upon your heart. And you might not preach it like me. You might preach it in a different way. You might preach the gospel standing behind the cash register. You might preach the gospel as you do your job. You might preach the gospel as you pump gas or as you paint a house or whatever it is that you do, but God has called each and every one of us to pay through preaching of the gospel of Christ it's not by works it is because we love what God has done for us so much that we want others to experience the same thing Paul said I'm not ashamed I'm not ashamed he, he was saying when you get down to the depths of that word that I'm not sorry you can sometimes you might have to forgive me for how I preach I might step on your toes I might cause you to take a step back but I'm not sorry I love you but I'm not sorry I'm not apologetic I'm not reluctant I'm not repentive to preach the word of God because I know that God has called me to minister his word you see I'm not going to shy away from it I'm not going to back away from what God has called me to do. Oh, that the church could say that same thing that Paul did. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Not only did Paul say, I'm not going to apologize for it. He said, I'm going to do this thing with all that I have in me. There's going to be some passion. There's going to be some energy there's going to be some desired things that God has called me to do and I'm going to preach that and I'm going to do it with all the energy and the passion that God uh, can give me to in this frail body to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul told us that we are never to lack zeal 
but that we are to keep spiritual fervor serving the Lord. We are to be zealous for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have to have a focused desire, a passion, and a commitment for this because there's nothing more important than the gospel. Nothing. For it is the power of God to salvation. And this gospel that we preach we have been given it by God. And it is the power through the gospel, hear me, through the gospel we are able to plunder hell and to populate heaven. It has that much power in it. It is the dunamis, the Greek word, dunamis, power of God. It is that dynamite power of God that we have through the gospel. Yes, it's great to experience the Holy Spirit. Yes, it's great to be slain in the Holy Spirit and to prophesy and to uh, heal bodies and to do all of those things. But my friends, the greatest power in the universe is the power of the gospel to change and to deliver and to set free and to make a difference in this whole world. It is the power of the gospel of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The gospel is the good news that God will restore broken lives. Anybody ever feel broken? Through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? Christ was slain. He was put on the cross. He was spit upon crown of thorns put on his head he died and on the third day he arose come up out of that grave victorious and that is the gospel my friends you may say pastor I'm not qualified to preach did you just hear what I said it's a simple message that Jesus took our sins that he bore them on the cross and that he paid the sin debt for all of eternity for all of mankind it is the gospel, such a simple message, but such power, such amazing power. Be zealous for the gospel. The gospel is the good news. It's good news. Don't we get enough bad news? I don't know about you, but I quit watching the news. I have to tell, people have to tell me what's going on. Can I tell you, I know what's going on right in here. It's coming to pass, folks. Jesus is coming. This world is heading in the wrong direction, and it will never recover. But it don't matter because we're going to a different world in a different place. And so it's coming to pass. God is bringing about the last days, and we must Preach the word of God. It's the only hope. The only hope for the world is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the dunamis power of God. That's where we get the word dynamite. It's powerful. It's mighty. It's explosive. It is life-changing and culture-shifting and world-turning, my friends. The, the Bible tells us that because of a few men 
12 men who devoted their life to Jesus Christ that the world was turned upside down. It is the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was not a weak message. It is a powerful message that has worked its way down through time and eternity and it is still just as powerful today as it ever was. On that first Easter morning when Jesus said, go tell Peter and the others that I am not in the grave anymore that I have risen. It is the same power. Oh, the glory and the power of God in that message of the cross and the resurrection. Dunamis power. And what does it tell us? It tells us that we need Jesus. Very simple message. That God is righteous, but man isn't. That Adam and Eve, our parents, sinned and that we deserve the judgment of God. It tells us that no one, not even one, is righteous. And it tells us that the punishment for sin is death. But my friends, it also tells us that the Father sent Jesus to pay the price for the judgment of our sins. And he paid the price in full. So I am no longer in debt. Therefore, I preach the gospel of Christ that others might be set free is what Paul is saying. Paul said, I don't preach anything else. Everything else is rubbish. But I want you to know I preached the cross and Jesus crucified. That is the the power of the gospel. And you know the gospel. You know the power of it. And we need to be reminded of the power of this gospel for everyone. That's the best news of all. For everyone who believes. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, regardless of the color of their skin or the size of their checkbook. It is for those who come from the right side of the tracks and those who come from the wrong side of the tracks. It is for the rich and the poor. It is for the destitute and those who have everything but they don't have Jesus. My friends, it is for everyone who will believe in Jesus Christ. And that's the best news that I can give you is that you have not went too far. You have not strayed too far. You have not committed too much sin in order for God to, uh, to forgive you of that sin. It is for everyone that believes. This gospel power, it's not for people who earn it, people who achieve it, or people who are good enough or holy enough. It is the power of the gospel is that God saves an unholy, unrighteous people, that God saves a people who need His grace and who believe upon Him with the power of faith. Mark 16, 15, Jesus said to His disciples, Go into the, all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I'm not saying we don't need to give people clothing I'm not saying that we don't need to feed people but what I am telling you is that the gospel is the greatest need of all humanity 
We can do all kinds of good but never preach the gospel and my friends, we will come up lacking. Jesus will uh, look at us and he will tell us when we reach the other side, what did you do with my gospel? What did you do with the cross? What did you do with the resurrection? Because we are indebted to him because of what he has done for us. Power of the gospel. I've been made a new creature in Christ. Old things have been passed away. Behold, all things are new. He paid a debt he didn't know. And I owed a debt that I could not pay. My friends, I needed someone to wash my sins away. Oh, but now I can sing a brand new song. And it's called Amazing Grace. For Christ Jesus has paid a debt that I could never pay. And because of that payment... I'm free, free to do what God's called me to do, free to preach the word of God. Look at your neighbor and say, I've been set free. Look at your neighbor and say, you are a preacher of the gospel. Don't shake your head at them, it's the truth. We are all preachers of the gospel. I wasn't singling anybody out when I said that, by the way. Because so many times when people say, pastor says, you're a preacher of the gospel, we think of how inferior and how we're unable to do it, but it's the anointing of God in your life that will cause the message of the gospel to come out with power. So what is the gospel? The good news that Christ will restore broken lives through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. God is opening up doors to allow his gospel to go forth into the world. And he is doing it in this congregation as well. As a matter of fact, yesterday I was approached by someone, and I can't get into all the details. You come back next week and maybe I can tell all the details, all right? But that we have the potential for these sermons that are preached every week to go into a place where as many as 260,000 people will hear the message of the gospel of Christ. Not because I'm such a good preacher. That has nothing to do with it. But because the message of the gospel is powerful and it will change lives and destinies. And I'm excited about that potential, that possibility. Everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus.